implications of them made me a little dizzy. You know? I asked, my voice sounding like I felt. He looked back and he was not smiling, which was good and might have saved his life. The good man told me, he said. Come on, if you're going to start screaming at me, I'd like to get further away from the palace first. I don't want to scream, I said, which was true. What I wanted was to understand. My origins weren't so much a secret as they'd be unbelievable to 90% of the people on Earth old enough to understand them. My ancestors, or at least the ancestors of the people who'd founded Eden, the tiny and secretive colony of my birth, had left Earth 300 years ago. They'd been bio-improved people, created to serve the creatures who called themselves the bio-lords, but whom Earth history called mules. The name came from their being all-male and infertile with human females, thus designed so they couldn't father a race that would supersede natural humanity. They'd been created not as rulers but as servants, efficient, all-capable servants who would help rulers administer the massive bureaucracies of the 21st century. They'd taken over. For over a hundred years, they'd ruled as lords of all, and raised as slaves insufficiently attached to the human race, their rule had been ruthless and implacable. When the revolt came, which they'd seen coming, about half of them had gathered all they could of their bio-improved servants and taken them away from the earth, away from the massacres of the bio-improved by the normal, and to space in a ship called the Jevrivien. No one, not even in Eden, knew what had happened between the mules and their servants aboard the Jevrivien. All we knew was that after less than a year of travel, it had been decided that the less bio-improved people, the servants of the bio-lords, those who were still capable of reproducing with normal humanity and who were still more human than not, should be left in a hollowed-out asteroid to found their own colony. The separation had been achieved with such haste that the colony had not been provided with its own means to collect energy. Instead, it had to send raiders to Earth orbit to collect pods from the power trees, the biological solar collectors seeded by the mules in the days of their rule. Those secretive collections were made in dark ships, dark so as not to be noticeable against the massive black trunks of the power trees. The ships were also, even in comparison to transport flyers on Earth and on Eden, nearly blind and certainly stupid. Instead of improving them and risking their falling in enemy hands with all their information, Eden bio-improved their pilots and navigators for agility and vision and sense of direction and memory. I'd been the navigator and mechanic of such a ship for six years, half of a team with my late husband. If we were disabled or captured, pilot and navigator were to commit suicide rather than let Earth know for sure we existed or where Eden was. I shied away from that thought and thought instead that the system had worked, that this was why dark ship thieves were as much of a myth on Earth as elves or mermaids. You know I'm a dark ship thief? I asked. He actually stopped. 
He'd been walking ahead, regardless of my attempts to talk. I know you're like the patrician, he said. One of the mules. I know you're as close as possible to a female clone of Jarl Ingemar. And then I almost screamed. Jarl Ingemar was arguably the best of the mules, or possibly the worst, depending on whom you asked. His rule certainly had been more intrusive than others. You see, he was well-intentioned and brilliant. The power trees, a lot of the bio-improvements to other humans, more innovations than could be listed were counted to his credit. If you could imagine, Leonardo da Vinci created and raised in a wholly artificial environment and encouraged to think it was his lot to improve not just humanity's living conditions, but humanity itself, you'd be pretty close to Jarl Ingemar. He'd been the mind behind the conception and creation of...